Welcome to Your Food Business Success. This podcast is for early stage entrepreneurs in the packaged food industry ready to finally turn that delicious idea into reality. I'm your host, Sari Kimball. I have guided hundreds of food brand founders to success as an industry expert and business coach, and it's got to be fun. In this podcast, I share with you mindset tools to become a true entrepreneur and run your business like a boss. Interviews with industry experts to help you understand the business you are actually in and food founder journeys so you can learn what worked and didn't work and not feel so alone in your own journey. Now let's jump in. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. All right, so this podcast is inspired by the show Suits. I have been, I won't say binge watching, that's not accurate, but over the last few months, I have been watching the show Suits. It's on Netflix now, and I remember when it was out originally, but I never watched it, so it's totally new to me. (laughs) And once I got into it, now I'm hooked, right? But the premise and the drama that comes up frequently, without spoiling it for anybody, is that uh, the main character, one of the main characters, Mike Ross, is posing as an attorney. He has a um, photographic memory, and he always wanted to be a law student. And through some drama and circumstances, he was not able to Uh, go to college, but he gets hired anyway by this kind of rogue attorney. And so the whole, much of the drama (laughs) is centered around getting caught, being called, called out as a fraud. And that word is used a lot, right? Constantly, he's constantly like brooding. And there are all these conversations about they're going to find out I'm a fraud and I'm a total fraud. (laughs) So this word fraud has definitely been in my reticular activating system um, because I hear it so much on the show. And so I was thinking about how much, how sneaky this is for so many entrepreneurs, this, this word fraud or imposter. And I People sometimes say it outright, like, I just feel like a fraud. Or it comes out like, who am I? What do I know? Why should it be me? Like, why should I be able to create a bigger business and get on store shelves and make this my living and actually make a profit from my business? And so it can get a little sneaky. And I think what happens is, when we get really quiet and still, um, all of us have a little bit of this complex. Um, but if we don't manage it, and I want to give you two ways that you are very strategic, that you can actually maybe not totally get rid of it because it's there. It's going to come up. It's your ego trying to keep you safe when you are an entrepreneur You are out there risking rejection. You're out there risking failure, right? Judgment. And your ego is like, please stop. Let me do anything to get you to stop and come back to the cave and just, you know, cuddle and and watch Netflix and just keep us safe. Like, can't you just go do something safe, self? And so 
we constantly have to be aware of this and, and kind of managing our ego and saying, I get it. I hear you. But some of you will probably deal with this fraud complex more than others. I think it's, you. we all have our own stuff, right? <laughs> but um, it's especially if you've never been in the industry, you've never been an entrepreneur before, you just have this amazing product that you are like compelled. You're like, I have to get this out into the world. And I think this is good enough. I think that I could be an entrepreneur. I think this could be a bigger business. And so you get over the pain, right? The the part of you, that ego that's trying to keep you safe, right? We call it our prehistoric brain or our lizard brain. I talk about it in a lot of my presentations that we do. There is like this feeling of, I have to do it. I am so compelled. I'm willing to leave the safety of what is what I know to go into the unknown. But then we get out there and we're feeling a little, little naked, a little exposed, <laughs> a little bit vulnerable. And so I wanted to actually start with the definition of fraud and also imposter. So fraud is defined as a couple of things, um, deceit or trickery. So purposeful, intentional perversion of the truth in order to induce another to part with something of value or to surrender something. It's an act of deceiving or misrepresenting. And then a person who is not what he or she pretends to be. And that's probably the main thing that that one tricks people up. So, um, and I looked up the word imposter, and it's one that assumes false identity or title for the purpose of deception. And so I just want you to think about for you, do you sometimes feel that? Does that feel like it resonates? Like, who am I? I don't have any business background. I don't know what I'm doing. I just know that I make the most amazing salsa, the most amazing cookies, <laughs> the most amazing kombucha, fill in the blank for whatever it is for you. So the dangers of indulging in thoughts like this are that you will self-sabotage and you'll be sneaky about it, but you will find a way to be found out, right? <laughs> to implode your business, to slow it down. And so it's really important that we do kind of grab a hold of this. First, we start by becoming aware of it. We tell ourselves the truth of like, yeah, sometimes I do feel a little bit like an imposter. I just make salsa. I just make candy. Like, who am I to create this business? And to, you know, sometimes we think I'm taking money. I know people get hung up on that. Like, who am I to be taking people's money? I'm like, no, no. You are offering value. You're not stealing from people. <laughs> you, They are giving you money in exchange for value, in exchange for what they feel like your product will give them, either short-term, just a, a pleasurable bite or drink, or in the long-term, something that's maybe healing them and or allowing them to have more inclusion in their diet and be able to enjoy the same things as their friend. The next thing I want you to know, so let's admit it where it is there in ourselves. And then I want you to know that this is so common. You are not the only one. I 
promise. The beauty of a package product business is you don't need a fancy degree. You don't need a specific license or a, a piece of paper that says you can do this. And when you just start, nobody knows what the heck they're doing. And that's a beautiful thing. Just take one foot and put it in front of the other. We're all figuring this out. Yesterday, I was uh, on a, I was moderating a panel and it was about uh, brands that started at a farmer's market and went big time. And there was four great brands and each of them could speak to this feeling of, yeah, who am I? Who am I to take my almond flour pasta and have it in every natural grocery store chain in the entire country? And that was Stacy with Capello's and then Julie with Winking Girl Foods. Like, who am I to be on all these store shelves and then sell my business at a profit? Who am I to do that? Like, I just started a farmer's market. So I promise you, everybody, just about everybody, unless you're a total narcissist (laughs) or have narcissistic tendencies, then oftentimes you don't feel this. But everybody else, I promise you, is feeling this. So that's just one good thing to know is everybody has moments of this. And I just want to offer, who are you not to? Or why not you? You know I love a good farmer's market, and they are an incredible amount of time and energy and money, and you don't want to just hope that you're profitable. Instead, I want you to go through this exercise, this free market planning tool, this checklist that Danny and I created as part of the up-level workshop. We are giving this to you for free. You just need to go to foodbizsuccess.com forward slash market plan, and you can download part of the worksheet that we gave in the workshop. It'll take you through the full exercise around planning for profitability and making sure you understand what your break-even point is. It's so important that you go into farmer's markets with a plan, that you understand what it's going to take for you to be profitable, and then we can solve for that problem or you may decide that that market's not the right market for you. Either way, you'll be making decisions like a CEO. Go grab that free market plan checklist at foodbizsuccess.com forward slash market plan. If they can do it, if Justin can start at a farmer's market, just a dude going to law school and grinding up some peanut butter and almond butter. And if he can do it, you can do it. Why not you? So what do we do about it, right? We know that we recognize that it's in us. We know that other people feel it and they can move through it and get over it. But how do you actually like if you were to get rid of it or really tamper it down, what would you do? And so I was thinking about Mike Ross in the show. Like, I don't know that there's any way of getting around it because he got himself so deep into deception. But, you know, how about actually going to school and finishing up your education and then taking the bar exam and being accepted into it? 
right? He, there was trade-offs in the show, of course, but that's what I was like, okay, well, if he actually got his license, <laughs> his lawyer license, then he would be able to practice, maybe not at this high power New York firm, but somewhere he would be able to practice. And so I was thinking about, okay, well, what would that mean? How could we extrapolate that for you guys? So the first thing I'll offer is go get help. Get out of your fraud complex and be like, I'm just such a fraud, but I'm going to sit in it and actually go learn, go find resources, go find mentors and coaches and groups who can teach you. Go get the education. Empower yourself to say, I actually don't know how to run a business. I know I make the most amazing product, but let me go actually get the education. Why as adults, sometimes we think we could just we could just sit in it and just be it, but we don't actually think we can go get the education. Like, yeah, you're not in school anymore, but that doesn't mean that the resources don't exist. And that's exactly why I created Master Your Business, because you don't need to go get an MBA. It's an option, but you don't have to. You can come and I will teach you all of these pieces that you need to know for the next step of your business to really start growing it and scaling it and making it something that feels more sustainable, that you are not just in it all the time, <laughs> that um, you're not just going from fire to fire to fire. And at the end of the year, realizing, oh crap, I actually spent way more money and certainly more time more resources than I actually made. So we're going to fix all of that. So you need to go seek out education, take action. And that will help to start quieting those fraud voices. But so many people just decide, I can just figure this out myself. And I think that only reinforces it because you're so in your little bubble and you're so inside your head and you're all alone. And that voice kind of gets louder and louder because you can Google your way to a certain point, but there is a time where you can't do that anymore. You need to go seek experts in the industry who can teach you. And it just blows my mind that I do meet people who are like, no, no, I got it all on my own. I just do not understand that mentality. When I started my business, I sought out coaches. I sought out programs. Now, the flip side of this, the danger, especially if you're all by yourself, is that we just keep wanting to learn, learn, learn. Like there's just one more thing. We buy too many programs. We we read too much. We research, 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 and we think, I got to know more. It's not enough. So there has to be some amount of action. We can't just get into the you know, research part of it. And I just, I got to get more, I got to get more degrees. I mean, there are people out there who have so many degrees because they're trying to say, yeah, but if I just get this one more title, if I just learn this one more thing, if I just get this one more degree, then I'll finally be an expert. Then I finally will not be a fraud. And so there is a balance there. But if you have been just telling yourself that you can figure this all out inside a vacuum, you are delusional. I actually met somebody yesterday after the panel and he was just like, yeah, no, I I, I did this thing and I, I got it. And I'm like, really? 
why would you not seek out the amazing resources that are available in our community? I'm not saying you have to come work with me, but go get support, go get help, go seek out resources. So that is kind of dealing with the external, like the more education, the more knowledge you get, then you will feel more comfortable saying, I know my margins, I can forecast, I know what my next steps are, I'm confident that my labels are correct and that I am following food safety and it's gonna make me more confident to go and do the work, to go approach buyers, to um, hire additional experts and coaches and get to the next level, right? I'm not gonna feel as like stuck in the cave, like I better not, I'll just sit here and research, research and read and learn. Like I will feel more confident to go take action. And then we do have to deal with the inner work. So again, we can't act our way completely out of fraud complex. I think it can help a lot to go get information and build up our knowledge. And then we still need to do the mindset stuff. Because if we don't, like I said at the beginning, we will end up sabotaging ourselves. You will not take chances. You will diminish opportunities. You will diminish yourself as not good enough, as you know, not somebody who's capable. And that's just not true. And you will find ways to um, to sort of be found out, right? That you are a fraud. You will not put yourself out there as much. This is a really great place to use what's called the model. And I've um, talked about this on a podcast specifically about the model, but I do talk about it in general in other podcasts. Um, And the model is that there's just a circumstance, right? And the circumstance is your business and that your thoughts ultimately create your results, So let's just go through this. So let's just say your business, Um, you make the most amazing cookies, you're at a farmer's market, it's working, people love them, and you have a thought, I'm a fraud, or who am I to take this business to the next level? I don't know, maybe your thought is like, I don't have the, the skills and the tools, I've never done this before, right? And so I'm a fraud. So that's in the thought line. You're going to have some thoughts like that. Think about how that makes you feel. What are the emotions that come up when you think something along the lines of I'm a fraud or I don't know what I'm doing? You might feel feelings like kind of hopeless. If Who am I? Well, why am I even doing this? Uh, You might feel feelings of discouragement or frustration or overwhelm because who are you to do this? And there's so much and you don't know what you're doing. So when we're feeling feelings like this because of that thought, then our actions are going to be more about, our actions are gonna be like, I'm just gonna keep ruminating on that. I'm gonna prove to myself that I am a fraud and I don't know what I'm doing, hence the self-sabotage. And you're also going to take less action outside of yourself. You're going to be less willing to go and approach that buyer. You're going to be less willing to show up on fuel calls. You're going to be less willing to go post on social media or to actually do your forecast because you're thinking like, well, I don't know what I'm doing. 
right? And so your result just proves the thought true. You are a prediction machine. That is what your brain does. It loves to be right. And so when you're thinking, I don't know what I'm doing, your feelings and your actions are all going to line up to prove that result true. See, I don't know what I'm doing. And that is why I offer both. That is why I became a life coach, because this is the sneaky stuff that gets in your way, that slows you down. And ultimately, I see people quit all the time because they can't get over this head trash that is is stopping them from taking action, that you're just proving the story true of, I don't know what I'm doing. So we can change this through action, like I said, that we can go take courses and do the work. We can, you can join Master Your Business. We start today and it is not too late to join. I I keep it open for an extra week because you might feel a little FOMO right now. You might be like, dang it, you're right. I need to do this. I need to go get myself educated. I need to understand how business in this industry actually works. And I need to go and do that CEO level work for my business. So if you're listening to this on the day it comes out on September 26th, then go sign up for Master Your Business. Come on, do this work for yourself and your business so that you do know what you're doing. You get the tools and the uh, coaching and the education, but I also do the mindset stuff. And so, yes, we can take action, but we can also start to change our thought. Now, it doesn't go to a thought like, I know exactly what I'm doing. I'm a total expert. Like that is delusional and you're actually going to make things worse. But we can go to a thought that's just 1% better. That's like, I don't know what I'm doing yet. Or sometimes I do know what I'm doing and I can see evidence of where I have figured it out. Let me go look at my past and see how far I've come. There was a time I didn't know how to do the, you know, the food safety or didn't know how to do the sales, but I figured it out. And so we can shift that thought just a little bit to say, sometimes I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm taking action. I'm getting the knowledge and I am putting myself out there to possibly be judged, but it's worth it to me to get that information. So imagine if your thought about your business and taking it to the next level was not, I don't know what I'm doing or who am I, but why not me? And sometimes I do know what I'm doing and I know enough to go seek help, to go get outside support. Your feeling, your emotion is going to be so much more like confidence or um, hopeful and empowered. And then when we take action from that place, it's totally different. And we're going to start reinforcing, I figure it out. But the trick is to find it where it it comes up and where it sneaks in. And that's exactly the benefit of coaching that we both do in Master Your Business. Or if you want to, if you're new and you haven't started your business, you're still working on it, then get inside Fuel. And we're doing some bonus mindset calls. And we also have our regular Fuel calls where you can just ask me any questions about your product and your business so that you can keep moving forward. 
That's how we get out of the fraud complex, which keeps us stuck. It does not serve us. We think that we'll motivate ourselves by saying, I don't know what I'm doing, but we really don't. Instead, it needs to shift just a little bit to I'm figuring it out and I'm getting support. And here's how I have figured it out. And here's why I am a great person to continue this business. And lastly, I'll just offer that getting outside of yourself, I mentioned this earlier, is like, you got to get out of your little silo. You got to get out of the head and just work, 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 because you don't know if you're actually working on the right thing. And there is such benefit to creating a network, to giving and getting from a community. And it just accelerates people so much. And to know that you are not alone, to see that other people are ahead of you, other people are behind you, and it doesn't matter because you're on your own path, but you have something to give and other people can support you. And that's just one of the the side benefits that comes out of fuel and master your business is the way people form new bonds and connections and they become your little posse. The ones that are supporting you that are helping to lift you up when you're having those moments of I am an imposter and who am I? And we can show you here's who you are. You are worthy. You can do this. You can figure it out and other people have done it, and so can you. All right, that's what I have for you today. Please go check out Master Your Business. If it's after September 26th, too far, go get on the wait list. And for when it opens in 2024, I'd love to have you join us then. Or come join us in Fuel. You can just join Fuel on its own for 57 bucks a month. I mean, come on. That's exactly what a CEO-minded person, an entrepreneur would do. They would make an investment to start growing and learning and getting support. All right, until next time, have an amazing week. The smartest thing you can do as an entrepreneur is to invest in a who to help you with the how, to speed up your journey and help you skip the line. When you are ready for more support and accountability to finally get this thing done, you can work with me in two ways. Get me all to yourself with one-on-one business coaching or join Food Business Success, which includes membership inside Fuel, our community of food business founders that includes monthly live group coaching calls, and so much more. It's one of my favorite places to hang out, and I would love to see you there. Go to foodbizsuccess.com to start your journey towards your own food business success.